2: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the new and improved Wrestling Daily. What does this entail? We're about to tell you. Uh, so, thank you first of all for joining us. I'm sorry I wasn't able to be here yesterday, but I have a job, damn it, a jib, as South Park might say. And I had to go to um, the Anthony Joshua workout with Alexander Usyk, but the rest of my week doesn't really clash. Like The weigh-ins and the press conferences are all afternoon-based. So it was just that one where I had to speak to Eddie Hearn and uh, a couple of the fighters, so... Any boxing fans out there that will interest you? If not, sorry, but again, I have to cover it. Uh, So thank you, SB3, for stepping into the breach. We've sat two days in a row yesterday. Did you smarten anybody up yesterday during the phone-in?
3: i i did i did i did make the announcement at the beginning of the show that this is the start of a new era for wrestling daily no more uh 60 minute iron man matches we're going the 30 minute broadway kind of like what i predict for brian danielson and kenny omega which we'll get into later on in the show but it is the daily boys day where we have a nice compact 30 minutes where we're going to talk about the titular news then we can get right into the debate some AEW Dynamite Grand Slam Talk but we are finishing up at around 8:30-ish. So, Ish.
1: This is the, it's This the new a twi- <laughs> it's a 25-30 minute kind of deal. Um, you know, Wrestle Talk doesn't have anything like that at the moment. They've got the short sharp stuff, they've got long form. So, how about we're going to be the place you can come and get the news, you can see the daily boys. Uh and yes, you can get involved with us for a nice intense half an hour's worth of action there or around um, that's not to say we won't ever do longer shows by the way i'm sure we will when like the four of us are on or there's a special occasion to do so of course we'll go long this show hardly ever doesn't go long but um generally speaking i think we're gonna have to try and and keep things compact so that people know where to get the news sb 3 is by my side as usual on a wednesday brother how are you
3: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I have to deal with a uh, sick family tonight. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be live for Dynamite Grand Slam, which tears my heart apart. But I'm going to be like the rest of you watching it from home and enjoying what's going to be an epic night. But I'm happy to be here on a Wednesday with you, Alex McCarthy, because you're my brother from an Irish mother. We can talk about Grand Slam just a few hours before it starts. We could talk about the titular news. And and we got an interesting debate that ties into all of it where we're going to be talking about the what we predict will be the biggest surprise from AEW Dynamite Grand Slam tonight. Voted on by you, the good eggs of the Wrestling Daily
1: community. The greatest eggs, no, nonetheless. Uh, and while I'm at it, bam! Look at that! <laughs> if you want to be a good egg, the merch is there wrestle talk wrestle talk, wrestle shop i think it is or wrestle talk shop i don't even know what the link is but you'll find wrestle it shop. Uh, <laughs> wrestle shop there it is uh good egg uh, and of course there's this shirt as well which uh, i love to work out in anyway uh without casting that aside uh, while i look for the banner which is right great great comment um, we
3: should we should have had like multi color for the uh wrestling daily logo so we could say wrestling daily mm. 2.0 And I can change my name from, you know, SP3 to um, SP Fanatic or something outrageous, like not Rex Steiner, but Braun Breaker, something along along those lines.
1: You know what my name should be? What? Irish Whip. I'm Irish (laughs) and I will whip that ass! I love oh, it. Oh no. Here comes Irish Whip. He's going for the finish. Oh, he bounced them against the ropes with such velocity. It's over. It has to be over. Right, I'll tell you what. Irish Whip is my alter ego. There you go.
0: You're Irish Whip, yeah. and,
1: Whip and I'm as, and I'm Harlem as Shake. I just says two peas. Yep. Irish
3: Whip and yeah. Harlem Shake. <laughs> I'm Harlem Shake. Thanks. So we're the perfect tag team here. So when we
1: so, so when we when we hit our finish line, uh like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Harlem shake comes out like that's what you're talking about do the- brother um <laughs> what a st- yeah, yeah exactly what a start to the new show uh I before we get into the tit news man I just want to say um man I had a busy week so Monday the uh, again I would have maybe popped onto the show but I was at the O2 enjoying my first wrestling show since Royal Rumble 2020 so like a good. 19, 19 months, time. I think it's. I think is that right? 19, yeah. no, it's more than that. Is it? No, I think it's about 12, well, 12, 12 plus nine, 21 months, 21, 21, 21, months yeah, 21. 21. Yeah, there you go. Um, man, uh, it, it felt great to be back. I drank way too fucking much, way too much, like I was too excited. SP, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. It was great. Um, you know, saw some great people there. Me and Simon Miller hooked up in the flesh, which was a cool thing. Um, you know, there are plenty of different guys were in the building that I hadn't seen in such a long time. Me and Steph were together on the night. Nice. Benno was there. Uh, Louis Dangor was sitting with us as well. Like, it was just cool to kind of have the family, as it were, together. Like, me and Steph, we, we went. We kept drinking after as well um, with my <laughs> friend and Benno for a while. And I was like, um, man, it was like, I don't know. I got back into Hemel Hempstead, which is where I live, about half one. I think, I, think I, saw, I saw your
3: Instagram and you were just like. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, was, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, uh, the next day, which was yesterday, the last thing I wanted to do was get up and go and do press stuff in london till like again i didn't get home yesterday till 10 p.m so like the last two days have nearly killed me and don't ever do anything with a hangover is my advice but that's what irish whip does i i love this from the, the variety vendor irish Whip. <laughs> uh, they'd call me like they'd call me um it'd be, it'd be like iris wouldn't it like yes. I, iris that's what yes. like, Irish whip <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> Lizzie loves it. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it was great though. Like the show was great. Like as many people saw on Twitter, like, as I was coming out of the, so like WWE put on like this little drink part for media and like VIPs and stuff yeah. before you come into the show. And I came out and Drew was just like nearly naked. Like he was like, Oh, I'm lost. I was like, you definitely are. Like we're, we're like, this is just, we're just trying to walk to the show. Um, And I had a beer in my hand and he was like, shall I? And I was like, I don't know, man. (laughs) You you Um, can't. He doesn't even drink anymore. I think he was just joking. But we both out and off he went. Um, It was, yeah, very funny. And yeah, man, the show is just, just class. Um, For a a live event as well. Like for anyone who's never done them, they're very different energy and kind of feel to a TV. So I, uh, I would highly recommend anyone does it. And obviously they're back here in November. There was a few people who came up to me in the O2 as well. And they were like saying they're big fans either of this show or just my general Twitterness. I appreciated it. And I would love to see more of you in November. Hopefully I'll definitely be at the London show again. Um, and I saw somebody earlier talking about yeah. me working UFC events. Can't find it now. Here it is. Johnny says, Alex, it was cool to hear you're working the UFC event. How can we find this coverage? Uh, so, uh, I'm working the boxing this week. I'll be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium ringside, I believe, for Anthony Joshua to do my coverage. I was meant to be going to Fight Ireland on October 30th, but that's kind of like eh, at the moment it's hanging in the balance because I might be going instead to New York a week later for UFC 268. For any, the card is ridiculous for any fans of UFC, and I've never been to MSG. I would love to go to MSG and I'd be in New York. So, you know, I'd have to hook it up with SB three. Absolutely. The Irish Harlem connection. I'd have to (laughs) drop by, man. I try and get you a ticket. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be down. down. Um, yeah, that that's, that's my schedule. I'll, I'll be doing one or the other. I don't know which one it is yet, but yeah, so that'd be my UFC event towards the end of October look out for that but otherwise my coverage is always on TalkSport tell us mad about this show SB 3 like we're, we're like halfway through already it's ridiculous <laughs> Anyway, titular news, man. Tell the fine people what it's all about because I feel like this invites a certain level of nastiness from fans. are like, oh, good riddance, and it kind of makes me a little bit sad.
3: Yeah, uh, it has to do with Nia Jax. If you saw Monday Night Raw this week, she had a matchup with Shayna Baszler. She lost via the uh, Kyofuda clutch, and then after the match, they did a basically an angle where Shayna Baszler uh, ripped apart her arm, put her arm in the in the steel steps, and stomped on it twice. And apparently, that has been a way to write her off, as it was announced on WWE's Twitter today that uh, she is basically going to be out of action for an undisclosed amount of time. So uh, there's some people that are speculating this will be a way to repackage her, maybe have her return as a babyface, which she hasn't been since about 2018, which is very interesting. And um, it's a it's a great way to kind of revitalize the character of Shayna Baszler, like me and Sat were talking about yesterday on uh, Wrestling Daily. It really felt like for the first time since Elimination Chamber 2020, like, Like the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler was back, and they really made her feel intimidating. So it was a good way to kind of, uh, you know, put put the uh, a nice coat of paint on Shayna Baszler. But apparently, it's been a way to kind of write off Nia Jax, which makes a lot of sense. The way she screamed was it was frightening it was like yeah it really mm. she really sold it like she did break her arm and stuff so i, I don't know how you feel about it but i, I think that it's it's a right time to kind of keep her off television it got pretty monotonous with how they booked her and Shayna Baszler's partnership where they came together and they were kind of enemies and then for the past what two three months they've kind of been like Friends, one week, friends, not another week. Like, it's been very confusing, yeah. so it's the right time to kind of keep her off television. What about you, Alex?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I say, Look, Shayna Baszler, give her that push into the main event because I know we'll get great matches. I, I want to yeah. see it. And um, for Nia Jax, I, I, I mean, I don't know about the whole baby face thing. I, you know, my thing for Nia Jax, and like, I mean, this in the nicest possible way. Um, I like her. I don't necessarily enjoy her wrestling style. Um, yeah. No, I just don't think, I don't think, you know, she's the greatest or, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy that's like, Oh, I don't think they're a safe worker. Cause who, who the hell am I to say that? I got no training. Um, I'm, we can only go on like the incidents, but, yes. um, you know, I I, there aren't many Nia Jax classics in the back of my mind. And her last babyface run with a, a son, Alexa Bliss, most people didn't enjoy the story of, you know, no, bullying Nia Jax for being fat essentially. So, uh, but when I watch Nia Jax on Instagram and you know, like her general being, and I've interviewed her, I, I do think she's nice. I like her, she has character, and she's she, she actually is you know, a charismatic kind of person. Um, so if you can translate that to a babyface character, that, that would be cool. Um, I, I just feel like to, to really get over though, with a lot of the fans, you know, the work's got to be there too. Yeah, so there you go. That's just my two cents on the matter. Um, I saw that uh Gate Crusher has popped up already saying, Yeah, we're doing half an hour shows, spends 15 minutes talking about general life. Hey, look, the O2 show was worth mentioning. And Iris Whip, um, and Harlem Shake. That's a tag team you didn't know about. But uh, yeah, other than that, Soz. Uh, but that was important <laughs> information, brother. Uh again, um, I yeah, so I think for for Nia Jax, yeah, uh, being off TV won't hurt her, right? Like, she's been a constant for a while. Um, they just need to find something that really brings out the best in her. She has the personality. I don't doubt that. I like her. Yeah. I just want the work to come up there, too. Uh, I also want to bring up while we're talking about women. Andrew Zarian tweeted something out not long ago, SB3, that there are rumblings of another title in AEW, and it's going to be a secondary women's title. Now, I find this very interesting because... It's kind of groundbreaking in a major promotion, right? Like WWE have never really flirted with this idea, despite the fact that they have a ton of women who could do it. Uh, I know Impact have had, obviously, you know, the the tag titles for the women and stuff like that. Yeah. But this, this would be fresh, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I would think that because, you know, I, I kind of got from the tweet that it could be, you know, their version of a woman's uh, tag team titles, which I think they do have. I do. I think they do have a bunch of women's tag teams when you think about it, like TJ, Bunny and Penelope Ford, uh, uh, Kyling King and Red Velvet, Britt Baker and her squad. She could pick either Rebel or Jamie Hader. uh, you know,
1: oh, Sarah Rebel and Jamie.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Uh, Sarah Logan was backstage at All Out. We can get a Riot Squad kind of team with Sarah Logan. If she's if she's ready to be, the, you know, being that stay-at-home mom, she could come to AEW and Sarah Logan and Ruby Soho could be another team there. You got Rio and Sheeta. So there's a bunch of women's tag teams that they have at their disposal. So they could definitely make it happen. But if it is like a secondary, like a, a women's version of the TNT championship, it makes a whole lot of sense because they did say they weren't going to change the name of the TNT championship when they go to TBS in January, but they can have a TBS championship and it be the woman's secondary title. And that's the kind of a way to kind of, give give like a structure because there is a structure with the men's division of you know the guys that are going to gotta go after the tnt championship and you know the guys in the upper echelon uh that are in the main event scene that can go after the aew world championship now you can kind of have that with the women's division where there are a lot of women that you know Although you would love to see them, you know, go after the women's world championship. There's only so many spots, and you know that you know Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa is a match they're going to go back to. Right now, you got Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. You got uh, you know, Sheeta still hasn't got another shadow shot. Rio is a former champion. Big Swole mm-hmm. just picked up a big victory against uh, Diamante. Of course, Nyla Rose is always in the uh, the conversation. But then you have the women like your your Tay Conti's, like your Red Velvets like the the women that are on uh, aew dark or new dark elevation that might not be able to get up to that uh women's world championship territory the tbs championship could be something interesting so there's a bunch of different options they can go but i do think that it's kind of flirting with over saturation with titles because if they are going to still bring in the trios championship maybe that's a little too much unless they are mm-hmm. maybe maybe this whole two-hour rampage you Yes, it's a special for this week, but maybe that's where they want to go in the future and make it two hours on Friday night. And when you have four hours of television, then you kind of can separate the titles where this title is over. These titles are over here. These titles are over there. And potentially in the future, we could get a brand split of Dynamite and Rampage for AEW. There's a lot of interesting ways this can go.
1: Yeah, I mean, my kind of thing is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I feel like, you know, I'm not saying don't introduce the titles, but you know, too much might kind of mess with the dynamic. I do think they've got enough women, but also people still kind of moan from time to time that outside of the women's championship, there isn't too much going on. So yeah, um, across all the shows, as long as it you know highlights and gives the women more stories and things like that, I would be cool with it. They had the NWA title for a, a long time showcased on TV, which is essentially what this would replace, I assume, if it was a secondary championship. So, you know, you look at women like Ty Conti and and a few others, they would be perfect for that role where it's kind of like, you know, and I I liken it to before there was two world titles in WWE. That's why the Intercontinental title meant so much because it was like the next coming. It was like, okay, these are the guys who are on their way up and they're kind of one step away. Once it became... WWE and World Heavyweight Championship by about 2000. It, this is, it wasn't instant, but by about two, the mid late 2000s, 2010, 11, it was clear that the World Heavyweight Championship was more grooming who could eventually be the WWE yeah. champion. So it basically had just replaced Intercontinental in in many ways, and then Intercontinental just kind of went. Hmm. And then you got the US title. So it kind of just. But back in like the Attitude Era, and a little bit before, and a little bit after. The IC title meant a lot. It meant yeah. oh, who was coming, and that I feel like for the women's that could work. That could work. They're, they have a lot of women out there at the moment outside of the Britt Baker kind of you know um, circle. Let's say, which I would include to be like Thunder Rosa and I don't know Jade Cargill in the near future. I guess I'm just looking at the rankings and stuff. That you think, okay, well, there's a lot of women we could set aside and do more with and push them. And you know, Red Velvet and people like that are in that mix. So, um, I, you know, I see title being the work rate title, um, as people liken it to, but it also set the table for what was to come and main events more often than not. Um, and I feel like that could do that with this too, where the women could do with another thing. Um, and- it's just again, how do you do it, right? How do you not crowbar it in or you know um what do you detract from the show that's going so well right now i wouldn't be surprised if in the near future there was a 2 hour rampage for sure
3: yeah I, and, and like TNT championship has kind of set a good precedent where they don't view it as a mid-card title they view it as a secondary championship where you know it's kind of it kind of is like how the intercontinental championship used to be because I feel like you know Darby Allin's success as TNT champion has really propelled him to where his next step up is the AEW world championship same thing with Miro right now as God's favorite champion you could easily see him losing the TNT Championship and getting himself right into the main event scene. Cody didn't have an opportunity at the AEW World Championship, so he wanted to make the TNT Championship his own and Brody Lee, he considered it one of the biggest accomplishments of his career, and he's also a former Intercontinental Champion, so you can see that they are building a legacy with the TNT Championship and hopefully that can translate to the women's division and give them a purpose to have more than one women's match, more than one women's segment on Dynamite my rampage.
1: Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler that a match. Watch it for the IC title. It's incredibly good. Um, yeah, uh, moving along here, we do have an Ultra Chat. Remember, guys, you can do that too. You can get involved. Send Iris Whip and Harlem Shake your thoughts and get it on the show. Um, here we've got it from Erka 18, I'm going to say. Their name is E-R-C-E. Erce Uh, I know it's a little while off now, but I've been daydreaming about unsettling differences playing an AEW show for a certain Owen Hart fan to debut. I assume we're talking about Kevin Owens here. Yes. Um, I mean, listen, if you had Kevin Owens in the Owen Hart's Cup, that would be legitimately incredible way to do it. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, Owens has taken his name because of his fandom for Owen Hart. His son is also named Owen, I believe, because yes. of Owen Hart. Um, he he literally like adored him growing up, uh, I, and I feel like AW would really get that symbolism and like uh, have it come across well. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, let's say Kevin Owens' dream scenario. Thank you for the ultra chat. SB3, any thoughts on that, or who you would like to see be the winner? I've seen a lot of people talk about Brian Pillman Jr.
3: Yeah, um, Anthony brought that up during the call in yesterday, and I thought it was a great idea because you could. There's already been a section of the, you know, the social media fan base that's like, "Oh, please don't give this uh, this trophy to MJF," because mjf is is ruthless on the mic and god knows what he would say about being in the owen hart uh memorial cup let alone winning the cup but i think it mm-hmm. it, it presents a great opportunity where he's a great heel that brian pillman jr already has a established issue with and feud with i think that mjf is going to win tonight at grand slam and that can you know Brian Pillman Jr. going to the finals against MJF and beating him, you not only have a culmination of their little issue, but you also you have a great moment where someone that's closely connected to the Hart family, the Hart Foundation, his father training at the Hart Dungeon, him winning the trophy. I think when you look at the whole AEW landscape, he's kind of the person that makes the most sense, but there's guys like Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, that kind of fit what, what Owen Hart was in the ring, Don, uh, Dante Martin in a lot of ways as well, and then there's established mm. talent like Brian uh, Brian Danielson or CM Punk that have that admiration for the Hart family, so they can't go wrong but I would say on the roster right now, Brian Pillman Jr. in all of wrestling, definitely it's Kevin Steen. The guy named his son. Yeah. After Own Hart. Like it just makes the, all the sense of the world. I put out the tweet on uh, Monday when the, when this announcement was made, I was like, Brian Danielson and CM Punk said they, they both credited how AEW handled the Brody Lee, uh, you know, situation and then his passing and honoring him as one of the reasons why they signed with the company. All I could see is Kevin Steen like looking at AEW and Noah Hart Foundation, like, hey, boo,
1: yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong, you're not wrong at all. I, I yeah, I, I could see it. I, I personally think Owens is AEW bound, I'd be very surprised if he isn't. Um, of course, it's a while off though. Was it January? His contract's up, I think, yeah, or something like that. So, um, I mean, Pilman Jr. isn't Canadian, but you don't have to be Canadian to win this. No. Um, he no. does have the closest ties to the Hart family at this stage. Uh, Two ways. I'd like him to either beat MJF, again, taking Kevin Steen out of the equation. I would like to see him beat MJF in the final, because I think that would be a big win. Or he beats Jericho in the final.
2: Because Jericho is
1: someone who actually has a real history with the Hart family and the Dungeon and all of that. And I feel like that would be such a significant win. For Brian Pillman Jr., and something that Jericho wouldn't need him but would be happy to do. Um, I think it'd be amazing. I really do. Oh, yeah. um, I, and I could totally see Davy
3: Boy Smith Jr. sitting in catering right now, punching air. Like- uh,
1: damn. <laughs> got my name on it. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left here. This is the craziness of this show. And we're going to just do a quick debate on what we feel like will be the biggest surprise at the show tonight grand slam aw know what it is on a wednesday sp3 what do you think is going to be the biggest show stopper i think
3: uh there's a lot of potential surprises out there but i think one that i haven't seen too many uh people mention is, you know, you got Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes tonight. I know a lot of people, you know, their their heads are saying Cody Rhodes. Their heart wants Malachi Black to continue on the run that he's on. But we know how this Cody Rhodes storyline goes. He goes films, he loses in a squash. He goes films, go big show. He comes back and he wins some big blow-off match against his enemy. Uh, but I think a great way for to continue the momentum for Malachi Black to, you know, have Cody have a new issue coming out of this the debut of buddy Matthews aligning aligning with Malachi black to form the house of black it gives AEW a new tag team you can go off and you know build towards full gear where it's buddy Matthews and Malachi black versus the Rhodes brothers you give the Rhodes brothers a reason to reunite with each other and that's a great matchup to have on pay-per-view so there's a lot of potential that comes out of that and you know buddy Matthews would be Great and a main event star for Impact Wrestling. If he went there, he can deliver great matches against the junior heavyweights and heavyweights in New Japan. But I just feel like this would be a perfect spot for him if he was to come to all elite wrestling.
1: You, you totally stole it, man. I I, I <laughs> that was my if I had to pick a debut, I would have thought it was it was Buddy Matthews. Um damn, that's really good. I mean, I did not even thought though about the reuniting with the Rose Brothers and stuff. That would be that'd be very cool. Um, I think my prediction is that Daniel Bryan wins. Bryan Danielson wins, even. That's my kind of surprising prediction Um, because it will be a legitimate way for AEW to kind of go, well, now we can give you the real kind of title match on pay-per-view. Now, this isn't a, a thing that AEW would typically do, and I would not be surprised if it didn't happen. I'm just saying, if we're thinking about surprises, Daniel Bryan's first match... In AEW, I don't think it's gonna be the last time he faces Kenny Omega. I just have a nagging, perhaps WWE conditioned mind that tells me maybe Brian picks up the win. There's so many di- like uh, again, AEW aren't massive on likes, you know, overbooked finishes and all things like that. So I don't want to get yeah. into oh, you yeah, know, maybe this will whatever uh, you know, whatever. But hangman page could come back. Yes, that's a big Handman
3: surprise.
1: Could come back, and then that plays a role. And how things shake out uh, and it, it, Daniel Bryan doesn't have to win in that situation, but either way it gets us back on the road to hangman page and Omega. And I still believe page is the guy page is going to be the guy to defrone Kenny. And then you can have Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega doing whatever, or, or we've spoken about this before. Kenny Omega branching off and eventually the Adam Cole and the inf- infighting. I think there's a lot you can do. So, I think it's a combination of, I think, Brian Danielson might win, but mostly I think Handman Page is maybe going to make a return. Um, You know, the other thing I want to say on what you said about House of Black, I would love to see that table expanded. Like, uh, I I always thought that Malachi Black was so creative. I want to see him actually have the chance to extend that beyond us just going yeah he's really creative because he says stuff you know what i mean i want him yeah. to get him the reins loose and let let's see what he can do with that so i'm not one of those people that go oh too many stables you're not me not this guy you'll I'm never okay Irish whip saying that <laughs> yeah i i like it like it to me at what point does it become too much because it creates so much fresh interesting rivalries and matches week upon week because you've got the layers and the rivalries um i i haven't got to a point yet i'm like man it's just too many so um give me house of black give it to me with that sp3 we've got to wind down but we do have a last minute uh ultra chat from justin johnson says just want to show love to my good brother alex I guess SB3 also.
3: <laughs> that is Top Guy JJ of True Hill Heat. Right there. there. In a nutshell, I'll, that's usually how he works.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Justin Johnson, I like it. Uh, he's gone government on us. I like it. Uh, what a good egg he is. What a good egg. Yes. Uh, SB3, man, thank you so much for uh, let me prize you away from your sick family for 30 minutes to come and talk nonsense with me. I'm sure we all appreciate it here. In the chat, what can people expect from Chuhu Heat moving forward this week, brother? We got
3: one of our biggest uh special guests on Saturday, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, five p.m. UK. Alex McCarthy is one of the other bigger ones that we've had on in the last couple of weeks. We had Jared Bailey of Sports Illustrated, Justin Clapper of Wrestling Travel last week. This week, we got four-time Emmy Award winner Chris Van Vliet on true hill heat 144 so join us subscribe to the youtube channel we're doing a live watch along for grand slam tonight so a lot from true hill heat coming up this week
1: awesome same for us here i will let you in on who will be the special guest this friday coming shortly uh john alba was great last week thank you for all that joined that and of course i'll be back tomorrow with steph chase took all things grand slam in a compact fashion. Uh, thank you for your support, guys. Please take care of yourselves. Enjoy the wrestling, and we will see you tomorrow on Wrestling Day. Bye bye.
2: Hold up. What was that?